welcome to today's episode of The Outlook by Brooke. Now, I know it's been a minute, we have a lot to cover, but I truly believe in refreshing and resetting and celebrating all of the holidays that are patriotic. So, I hope that you guys took time to do a gentle reset on our brains. Um, And that, I mean, you know, we're going, we're looking for clues, we're looking for answers. We are um, kind of like um, mentally untangling each clue. And sometimes we just need a break. Well, for me personally, 4th of July is a very significant holiday. Not only do I get to celebrate my homeland, you know, my alma mater, my country, but I also get to celebrate three really close birthdays, um, two in my family and one that's a friend. So it was nice to kind of partake in all of the festivities. But now let's dive back into politics, okay? So, um, first of all, there was, um, on Fox talking about how Millie is going to be resigning, General Millie, and now we need a really good leader for our Marines. Now, we need somebody that's strong, somebody that's going to be, um, very how should I put this, have a very educated mindset of what we're actually dealing with in a war setting, because this war setting is so different. It's not like your average combative situation. Now, granted, there are people that are white hats do, that do go into very dangerous situations. Um, I think for our military as a whole to be moving forward and taking this process one step at a time, the the person that's in charge has to have a really good understanding of what the whole picture is, where we're coming from, where we're going to, in order for the military to be the only way. Now, in another breath, I also want to explain that these are kind of like optics. So, is the military in charge? Yes, absolutely. Is, has... General Milley been in charge of the Marines the last few years? I really just don't think so. I really just don't because he is a very um, Biden-loving, very leftist general that is, in my opinion, more of a TV general. So, no worries on that end, but it is interesting that something like this is making mainstream media. You know, just in time for all of this nuclear talk, Um, having people think that part of their military is searching for a leader currently might just wake up the normies a little bit. So, um, yeah, very, very interesting. The Catholic Church in Germany has recorded over 500,000 resignations of members in the last couple years or the last year. Um, Oh, sorry, in the last year. It was their new record. In 2021, the number of resignations was 360,000. Our quote-unquote president has currently 
lost his mind. I don't know if you guys saw him um, kind of walking aimlessly with, in front of, and behind while holding on to um, Prince Charles of Wales. It's a very weird video. Then you also hear him saying that Putin is clearly losing the war in Iraq on C-SPAN. That is what our president thinks is going on. Or, quote-unquote president, you know what I mean. But, we do have some good things going on. The impeachment process has started. Um, It was 219 to 208. Is this something that I think you guys should worry about? No, absolutely not. And honestly, I don't even know if this is the way that Biden will be taken out or will be replaced. I don't have a very good mindset on where or what angle um, our operation will take us on this one because military truly is the only way. But it definitely helps us as civilians to sift out those in government that are not for us, that aren't backing our needs, our wants, our nation's needs and wants as well. So, if you guys are curious, it is floating around um, a little page that says who all voted yes and who all voted no. So, go ahead and take a look at that. Uh, J.P. Morgan board member and a billionaire, James Crown, supposedly died in a car accident. And you already know what I'm probably going to say. I think it's a rumble death. But only time will tell. And I, I really want you guys to notice how I am not very much stressed about any of this. Because I feel like we've come through so much disclosure that it's almost impossible to feel like we are hopeless. Um, it just kind of feels like we're just in the midst of the plan. And I know that I can't control it. I know that all that I can do is analyze things with my own perspective, with prior knowledge, make educated guesses, and continue to live my life in the correct way, um, being like a law-abiding citizen and patriot, and leave the rest where, you know, I can't, the things that I cannot do, I cannot worry about, I can't lose sleep over. I'm very passionate about politics and all geopolitical things and how spirituality does tie into this, because this is, this is, this is a spiritual war, but like I said, I know I'm living right. I know that I'm doing what I can as a person to um, contribute to this mission and this war, and so I just choose to live without fear, and I hope that you guys do the same. Um. Also, I want to remind you guys that um, June 30th was the deadline for the deep state's Federal Reserve to pay back a quadrillion owed, um, they had to hand over all their assets. And this goes into, like, wrapping up the rest for the QFS, the quantum financial system. 
so that was almost two weeks ago so we should start to see more movement should I say like more like actual maybe news about it or hear say like how people are being affected more countries turning to bricks like we should be hearing more of that now um as the deadline has passed the supreme court ruled that businesses can refuse services to lgbtq plus customers and i know this is probably a very touchy subject for some people now there is literally no reason for someone to say okay you're lgbtq plus you can't shop at my boutique doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but for someone that's like a pastor or like a cake baker um someone who would aid the unification in in a holy matrimony if someone chose to deny their services i could understand because it wouldn't really align with someone's like moral compass and i don't purposely like i don't personally believe in treating any human like garbage just you know like i the golden rule do unto others as you would want done to yourself but there is a fine line where your morals can get in the way and you do have to make decisions that you can sleep with at night um i'm sure everyone will have their own opinion on this and i will kind of leave it up to you guys to make your own opinions on this but my own personal perspective on this is that giving back the rights to the people to be able to refuse where it is morally concerning for them is kind of a win um and that's all I'm gonna say on that we are gonna go on to the next topic which is kind of a comical topic this is the White House cocaine now (laughs) my senator for Louisiana John Kennedy is absolutely hilarious if you have not heard of him, please search him on TikTok and listen to the outrageously hilarious things that he has said on national television. But he more or less said, you know, if my if I was a president and my administration was a had such bad rapport, maybe I would give him cocaine too. He was joking, of course, but it was kind of funny. Um, they're like having this breaking news investigation, cocaine in the White House, there's hazmat suits. And over the the span of them explaining that cocaine's been found in the White House, first they say like the situation room, then they say like a highly traveled West Wing room, like, hmm, I don't think the situation room is highly traveled, so... Where was it actually found? Why are we not, like, easily just looking up on the White House cameras? Who left it there? Who did the drugs? Where did they come from? It seems like pretty 
easy investigative work, right? Um, but somehow they're like, oh no, that could uh, compromise the situation. That could uh, reflect poorly on the White House. And uh, yeah, we're just not gonna do that. It's kind of insane to me. Now, Trump did make a post and uh, he said, <laughs> was crooked Joe Biden on cocaine when he instructed the FBI and DOJ to illegally invade my Mar-a-Lago home in a complete and total violation of the Fourth Amendment rights? Now, of course, it did go on from there, but I thought that that was kind of funny. And some people are like, you know, could kind of understand if they gave that old man cocaine because... That would give them the energy to actually do somewhat some parts of his job, maybe, or stay awake for uh, some interviews, maybe. I don't condone it. I don't think that's a good idea. It's highly illegal. But, you know, <laughs> these are just things that I'm hearing from the general public, and I cannot help but laugh at some of their response because, I mean,. <sighs> Let's just be honest, okay? There should never be drugs in the White House. And from what I'm understanding, cocaine is white and it's in the White House. So is this the whitest the White House has ever been? Because there's cocaine everywhere? Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to quit making jokes. But um, Cash Patel did say, Cocaine Cowboys... Blow at the White House, cluster bombs to Ukraine. Biden lost the gardens of the Windsor. Biden lost in the gardens of the Windsor Castle. That's a dream headline for Babylon B. Too bad it's our reality. Now insert Trump for Biden, and the fake news mafia would be reporting it all truthfully. Thought that was pretty interesting myself. Now. When Trump did go to Iowa, he had some things that I noticed were clearly different. Now, some of you may have looked at it personally and watched the video. I did not have the opportunity to, although I heard it was a very good speech. But I did notice from pictures that his stand, which is usually not green, was green. The White House later that night was lit up green, and the background was like Farmers for Trump in green. Thought that was all very interesting and kind of foreboding in a positive light. Then you see what I think is personally Trump's double at a fight of sorts. I don't mean, I don't know. I don't watch wrestling or cage fights or boxing or anything like that. Some sort of arena, some sort of fight. Don't know, maybe boxing don't care but pictures doesn't look like the real trump kind of cool that um white hats would want to have him make social appearances for the normies but um you know is this is this like a a hint in any way that like he's ready for like the end battle ready to see the final result ready to see a winner and a loser it's just kind of the way that my mind kind of spirals with that now also regarding trump someone did post this and i will read it and you can take from it what you will but it said 
there is a reason Trump will not be endorsing the movie Sound of Freedom. Now, I don't know how much you guys have paid attention, but people are saying all over the U.S. that they've had um, crazy things happen, like their tickets be refunded immediately and no um, email for the cancellation, just they didn't have tickets and they were refunded. They've had people say that the lights went out in the theater, the movie went off in the middle of the movie, or the smell of, like, burning wires, burning electrical in the middle of the movie. It's just all really fishy to me. It's even fishy to me how it's not reported like other movies are right now. Now, this is where it kind of comes in regards to Trump is, is where this post was made. And I'm really not sure who posted it. But I think that it's kind of something to think about. Um, it says there's a reason that Trump will not endorse the movie Sound of Freedom. It isn't an I love Trump post. This is a just is post. This is Carlos Slim who mainly funded the movie. He's one of the most ruthless and wealthiest people on the planet from Mexico. Your man Tim Ballard told the world the trafficked kids come from Mexico. He finds was he financed the Clintons, he financed the Gates, he financed the New York Times, he financed the Sound of Freedom. Now, do you see why Trump will not promote this movie? The Mexican Mafia are human traffickers, some of the biggest in the world. They oppose the building of Trump's wall because it would hinder their business. Slim is also very close with the Rothschilds, and Slim is also very close with Joe and Hunter Biden. All three of these are human trafficking monsters. When movies are used to bring attention to something to a cause by the CIA or Hollywood, it literally finances that cause to continue the very thing you assume the movie is going to stop. Just like our friendly cancer charities do. How? You donate to a 501-C3 organization, which is tax-free. The question is... Will Part 4 docuseries by Mel Gibson and Tony Robbins expose these guys? After all, every week, it's soft-pilling people closer and closer to the Moab. So, I did find that very interesting. Um, And, to be honest with you guys, I didn't take the time to look up this fan personally and how much money he sent the Clintons or... Or what his affiliation is with the Rothschilds. However, when the Sound of Freedom was was released to the public. Um, I will say this for myself. I have seen certain pictures and videos of things that have circulated on different forums. Like TikTok, Telegram. Um, of like, satanic ritual abuses, like, um, and just, well, I won't get go into details, but I've seen and heard enough that I do understand how that negativity affects me mentally, and I live a very, very simple life, like, I know 
you guys aren't here to understand the simplicity of my life, but like in my normal life, there is no drama. You know, if, if I upset someone, like we talk about it, we squash it, we move on, like just happiness. Most of the time, what I experience is just happiness. So I do understand how real trafficking is. And I feel like if there is a point to this movie, it's for people to understand how real it is. But for me personally, I don't think I could sit down and put my eyes to a screen where I know that I'm going to see something that could possibly scar me forever. Something that I can't unsee. I'm just not willing to do that. I am willing to open myself up to do the research and the numbers of how many children go missing, from what countries, where do they end up, whose hands do they end up in, where was the money transferred, how much money was it, and that sort of thing, like a logistics perspective. But to sit there and say that I'm going to watch this, I just can't do it. Not I refuse to do it. I won't do it. And that is not like a jab at Jim Caviezel or the purpose of this movie. It is completely a personal preference, personal choice for myself. And to be honest, you know, if you're listening to my podcast, clearly you're not a normie. Clearly you know an ounce at least of what is going on. So if you are a very squeamish person and you would rather actually do the research of logistics behind it I feel like that is the equivalent to normies going to a movie to wake up to realize how real it is um and like more so like I would applaud you in that fact of doing your own research more than I would someone that's just gonna go sit down and watch a movie because people are like oh hey this new movie's out like everybody's watching it everybody's having weird things let's go see if we have weird things like that's not the aspect or the, the route that people should look at it. Um, so, yeah. I'm gonna s- just stop speaking on that subject because that's all I have to say. Um, so, the last thing that I would really like to bring up is the whole Julian Assange thing, okay? So, this week was where he could potentially be extradited to the U.S., And for you guys that don't know who Julian Assange is, he is originally from Australia, I think. And he is, if you really get into the rabbit hole or conspiracy of the Lincoln Colony family, that would put him related to Trump, JFK Jr., all of those people. But, um, for the optics of the movie, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna explain it through the optics of the movie, what what the the world says is happening and how those optics would affect the operation. So he owned WikiLeaks and he dropped a whole bunch of data, not really in the sense of like a Ed, Edward Snowden type situation. It was kind of different, but Um, might I remind you that we do have something called a Freedom of Information Act. We do have freedom of the press, like that sort of thing. And a lot of people think that him being locked away for so long for publishing certain things 
should be um, kind of covered under the whole freedom of press thing. And that he shouldn't serve jail time. The issue is, is that if he were to get extradited to the U.S. to see a judge of sorts for his quote-unquote committed crimes of giving the public information via WikiLeaks, that he would be subjected to very harsh punishment and unfair punishment because he feels that the U.S. already has, um, basically, like, has it out for him, has, wants to punish him to the max because he has outed all of the deep state players. So that's how the story goes. Currently, there's an article on CNN. If you guys want to look at it, um, it was posted on June 9th, so two days ago. And it kind of breaks down the whole, like, legal aspect of it. And um, basically says that they are trying to push for extradition, but him, uh, him and his wife do not want him to be extradited. Now, how that works for the optics of the movie is to keep you um, kind of aware that our press is dead. We need to be thankful for people that go out of their way to talk about the truth, to expose the truth, to find the facts, to post the facts, to be vocal about the facts, okay? Um, that's literally the only way that we're going to awaken other people. Now, if this specific man were to go down and not be covered by the freedom of the press, that would be very damning for every citizen journalist, every person like Nancy Drew, every person like myself. Um, and I don't say that in a way to like put myself on the same level as her because I'm not. I mean, I don't travel out of you know my car and video things and like I literally just sit in my house I go through politics I try to um dissect it and I, I try to give it back to you guys in a way that's understandable um with my own perspective intertwined but I'm just saying like people like us like citizens that just want to post on Facebook even that this is what they experienced, um, maybe working under the Clintons or working in the military or working in the DOJ or maybe some like mishandling of, of paperwork and like they want to like expose how they feel that they've been wronged by certain people. They want to put it out there. We would not be able to do so because this potential case made against Julian Assange would say to the American people, keep your mouth shut. Don't try us. Don't stand up for freedom. Don't expose anybody. Don't post what you want. This is a socialistic, totalitarianism, dictatorship-loving place. That's what that would say to the American people. So, a lot of people just hear his name. They're like, Julian Assange. Okay, cool. That hasn't really hit the news media in the way as the cocaine in the White House did. Okay, didn't. But when it does, you guys are going to understand how big of an impact this makes for us. So, 
Do I want him extradited to the U.S.? No. For the purpose of this movie, will he probably be at some point? Yes. Do I want him to serve a very long jail sentence and have um, a very unjust living situation? No, I do not. For the purpose of this movie, maybe that's something that we're going to have to see him walk through. I don't know. I don't know the way, the route that this is going to go. All I know is that if he is here and he gets put in jail for posting the truth on WikiLeaks, that is wrong. And that sets up a precedent for every single person like you and me to fail. Now, I want to leave you with something that I want you guys to do. I want you guys to go on Real Raw News. doesn't have to be right now. It's cool if you do it right now. But there is a three-part article on um, Real Raw News about the FEMA director that got sent to uh, Camp Delta, Guantanamo Bay, Gitmo. And it is a three-part article about his trial. Now, you can find other interesting things on this website. Yes, go have fun. Dig. I know it's enjoyable to see the deep state go down, but if you don't do anything else with your time today, do this because I want you guys to realize how corrupt FEMA is, the fact that your name could be on a red list or a blue list in the FEMA files, and what would that mean for you if this military operation wasn't present? Please, go to Real Raw News, look it up, read it. That's your homework. <laughs> um, for now, you guys can follow me on Truth Social, and you guys can follow me on Instagram.